Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. You don't always have to like him. But you have to respect him. The Roy Green Show continues. The Roy Green Show continues on the Chorus Radio Network. Great to have you with us on the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. I want to share this with you. I shared it on Twitter and on my blog and um, in uh, on Facebook starting July the 8th. This program will once again be heard on CKNW Radio in Vancouver, AM 980, the great radio station, greatest radio station in British Columbia, CKNW, our great chorus radio station. So it's uh, terrific to be back on NW starting July the 8th. For those of you who've been following the chronic pain crisis with us and have learned to understand that even though they've had the conversation going one way and have had very little in the way of opposition because far too many people in media are not investigating, it is the chronic pain patients who are the ones who are being abused and the ones who are terrified and the ones who are threatening and, in fact, committing suicide. Some of you heard an interview that I did with a pain physician, recorded with a pain physician earlier today. The rest, everybody else will hear it. Everyone will hear it tomorrow. If you haven't heard it, you will want to hear what Dr. Mary Redmond says to us. All right. We'll also have the former commanding officer of JTF2, Joint Task Force 2, Canada's elite counterterrorism unit, the Special Forces unit, and it was a JTF-2 sniper who killed an ISIS terrorist with that 3,450-meter shot, 2.1 miles. The bullet was in the air for just under 10 seconds. And he had to calculate the curvature of the earth, the sniper did. And we'll have the former commanding officer of JTF-2 to talk about what it takes to be a sniper and make a shot like that. I'm sure it wasn't the first time that he's made a shot like that. Just on distance. And what it takes to become a member of this ultra-elite military force. So that's tomorrow. Let's talk about Bill Cosby. Sexual assault trial ended in a mistrial with a hung jury. And that was last week. And uh, now Mr. Cosby has announced through his spokespeople that he's planning a speaking tour. And the subject matter is going to be essentially... Um, how to avoid accusations of sex assault by more than 50 women, by more than 50 women. 
Gloria Allred is one of the most famous lawyers in the United States, in the world. Civil rights attorney in Los Angeles, works uh, for women's rights and has many, many clients, um, several of which, or several of whom, are, uh, are accusing Cosby of sexual impropriety. And one of Ms. Allred's clients testified at uh, Cosby's last trial. He was she, Your client was the only person the judge allowed to testify at the trial, the only woman he allowed to testify who had any sort of encounter with Cosby. Isn't that correct? The only accuser to be permitted to testify, Roy, other than the alleged victim, Andrea Constant. Yes. Uh, actually, the prosecution wanted to be able to call 13 what we call prior bad act witnesses, in other words, other accusers, uh, but the, and the defense wanted zero. But the court only allowed one and did not state why the court would not allow the other 12 that the prosecutor wanted. I'm hoping that in this new trial, the prosecutor will renew his motion to allow the 13 or more uh, to testify and that also the court will ask that the prosecutor will ask the court to explain to give the court's reasoning as to why the court declined to allow the others to testify in the last trial it's going to be the same judge so we don't know if he will allow others to testify but i do think that it may make a big difference if it is allowed and i think it's important for the jury to have that information uh, because I think it's relevant to the issue of consent and whether Mr. Cosby had a plan or a scheme to drug women, uh, to incapacitate them, and then to sexually assault them. That's very relevant uh, on the issue of whether that was done to Andrea Constant. Ms. Allred, it's uh, fair to assume that Mr. Cosby has hired, probably had has in his employ for some time, crisis management professionals. And uh, that becomes fairly obvious when he announced, or at least a spokesperson announced this week, that Mr. Cosby is going to be heading out on a tour. I don't know if it's going to be called the I Really Didn't Do It tour. Um, but uh, the idea is that he will be out there uh, trying to explain to people how to avoid accusations of sexual assault. What do you make of this? Well, uh, given the fact that he has not avoided allegations of sexual assault, it's kind of strange that, uh, bizarre, that he would think that he'd be the one qualified to give that kind of speech because he's now facing his second trial on three felony charges of uh, aggravated indecent uh, assault. And then there's also a story that, you know, maybe that what he's trying to do is to suggest that there are many false allegations of sexual assault. The truth is that rape is probably the most underreported crime. Uh, there are many, many women who never report either to law enforcement or to their own family or to attorneys or to friends or coworkers that they've been sexually assaulted. Uh, very, very few. Uh, false allegations, because lawyers generally will not pursue allegations that they have reason to believe are not true. So I think why you have to ask, why would Mr. Cosby be doing this, going out and giving so-called town halls, speeches, workshops, whatever he wants to call them? And I think, Roy, it's really to try to have an impact on the jury pool for the second trial to suggest that somehow he's being falsely 
accused when, in fact, the prosecutor would not pursue a criminal case. The truth is, unless the prosecutor believed that he had probable cause to believe that he could prove that a crime was committed. Now, he doesn't want it to be a situation where people are discussing um, a famous individual who sexually abused dozens of women. He wants it to be about the poor, famous guy who was taken advantage of by all of these women time yeah, poor, and famous, again. rich, powerful, formerly well-respected uh, kind of father figure. And But it's not, you know, it, 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 it's just not that way. In other words, he's trying to put everybody else on trial other than himself. He's trying to play the victim. He's not the victim. And, um, and there is going to be a second trial. So a jury is going to get to decide. The first trial was not a vindication of anybody. Uh, and uh, it was not an acquittal. It was not a conviction. It was just a deadlock. And so there's going to be a retrial. And I've seen many cases where there was a retrial after a mistrial. And often they, they end in conviction. Sometimes they don't. But it's always possible. What do you say to people who will vehemently argue that all of these women must have have it in for Cosby, that they're after money, even after they find out that the statute of limitations has run out and they can't get any money from him? Nevertheless, they'll say, oh, they're just after Cosby, or they want some notoriety. And my question is always, do you really think a woman wants to be gain notoriety as a rape victim? But it, I, I can't sell them on the idea that Cosby could have possibly done anything wrong because I think in their minds, he's Dr. Huxtable. Well, and I think that's right. They're, they're confusing the character with the person. And we've got to separate them. Uh, and that's really important. And, you know, I heard, you know, there's some j- interviews with jurors that are remaining anonymous, probably because the judge said, don't give, inter- you know, don't talk about what the jury deliberations were. Don't talk about what the vote is. And, um, and, of course, some of them are doing it anyway, which is what I fully expected would happen, right. although they want anonymity. And, so, and one of, didn't one of them say that she's at fault because, she, after all, she went to Bill Cosby's home with a bare midriff and yeah. with, with bath salts? So this juror, who's actively engaged in the decision-making on Cosby's innocence or not, or guilt, is, is, is judging... Andrea Constant, not Cosby. He's judging Andrea Constant. Well, that's old. You know, that's the old myth that somehow, depending on what a woman is wearing, she must want to be raped or she must want to have sexual intercourse or whatever. First of all, um, she's an athlete, Andrea Constant. I mean, she was a basketball star, and health is important to her. So who knows? Maybe she came from a workout. You know, where where women wear clothes like that. That's ridiculous. We don't have to wear burkas and bags over our head in order to be thought that we don't want to be raped. And and the idea that somehow our clothes are sending a message, yes, go ahead, sexually assault us, is ridiculous. Um, you know, then there was another juror, apparently, Roy, that said something about, well, there was no stain. You know, suggesting that if a woman is racist or sexually assaulted, it's going to be a stain. Well, first of all, Mr. Cosby admitted to digital penetration of Andrea Constant's genital area. So there's no issue of whether there was sexual contact. And he's admitted to giving her three pills before that. So the only issue is consent. 
So why he would be off on that is just mystifying to me. And then somehow another juror apparently was, uh, you know, said something about, well, about the other accusers that maybe they were, you know, they, half of them maybe just wanted fame or something to that effect. Well, first of all, he hasn't even heard from them. He only heard from one accuser during the trial and, um, and, and doesn't appear that he was even talking about her. So why he would be taking into account, you know, allegations by other women which were not admitted during the trial. There was no, in fact, both sides were very careful not to mention any other accusers. I believe they were under an order not to do so. Um, and so yet that's apparently something that matters to this particular juror. Then there's another juror that says something about, well, he's been punished enough that, you know, his reputation and all of that. It's not for a juror to comment on whether what the sentence should be. This is a trial to determine if a person convicted a crime or crimes. And it's not for him to feel sympathy or pity or bias or anything else. This is really very disturbing that jurors would come to that conclusion. If you have a juror saying he's been punished enough, there's your hung jury right there. Yeah, well, obviously there was a hung jury. We don't know what the split was. I mean, there's one that said it was 10 to 2 for for conviction, and there are others that say no, you know, it was more split or more for acquittal or something that couldn't decide it. It wasn't 10 to 2, it was 5 to 7 or whatever. I'm sure it kind of moves around during these more than 50 hours of deliberations. Right. Ms. Allred, let me, is, let me, let me yeah, take a quick break. I have to take a quick break. You know how that goes. Sure. We'll have to take a break. We'll come back with Gloria Allred on the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. He's like a superhero without the costume. This is the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. So we just had a couple of chuckles here in the studio. I said what I need is a costume then, and then I said what a terrifying thought that is. Stuffing me into a costume. Anyway, we're talking about Bill Cosby, who is going to stand trial again. Same judge, same prosecutor. And uh, it'll be the same charge, sexual assault, of Andrea Constant from Toronto. And Mr. Cosby is going to go on the road, and uh, he's going to be speaking to groups. His spokespeople say he's been asked by organizations to do so. I'd like to know what organizations. Name them, please. But his speech is going to be how to avoid accusation of sexual assault. Gloria Allred is uh, with me. She is famed Los Angeles lawyer, as you know, and uh, civil rights lawyer. And several of her clients... Um, say that they were sexually assaulted or sexually uh, abused by, harassed by Cosby, including uh, one of your clients who was 15 at the time. We've talked about, um, what is her name? Yes. What is her name? Uh, Judy Huff. Judy And actually yeah. I'm going back to court on that on Tuesday in Santa Monica. Uh, it's a trial setting conference. So that, uh, that case is continuing, but... The court wanted to await the outcome of the criminal case before deciding on a, a trial date because the court wanted the trial date to be after the uh, criminal case. So, we'll, we'll, of course, we'll, we'll see what happens on Tuesday. But 
Uh, we are continuing to litigate that case, and we're looking forward at some point, probably after the next criminal trial, to be able to take Mr. Cosby's second deposition in that case. Will you be confronting Bill Cosby in the next few days, then? Well, no, Directly? because he doesn't need to show up for okay. you know, a trial-setting conference. But, does, it, does, it, does it concern you that he might be able to, with his tour, and understanding what already happened with jurors in the first trial, that he may be able to poison the well, as it were, and create this image for himself as the now somewhat doddering 80-year-old who's being dragged into a courtroom when he couldn't possibly have done the things that he's said to have done, because after all, he's told you he hasn't. Does it worry you that he may be able to create some sort of empathetic reality in that area where the jury pool is going to be selected from? Of course, he only, and he only, uh, yeah, I do think that the strategy of trying of going on this tour is an attempt to have an impact on the jury pool for the second trial, and I think that's part of the defense strategy. Um, so I don't think it's a, just an accident that he's doing it now. People say, well, gee, why would he be doing it now? Well, that's because I think he's a, attempting to influence the jury pool from which jurors will be selected for the second trial. That's what I think is this is the main reason that he's doing it. Uh, now, it's interesting, too, you point out it is his position of at least some of the supporters in the past is, oh, my gosh, he's almost 80 years old, and look, he's, uh, you know, he's almost blind, and how can you retry him and all of that? And yet, at the same time, he put out that he would like to return to the theater and do his show. Okay, well, now it sounds like he's not returning to the theater, but it's a different kind of theater. He's going to go and give these speeches at town halls. Well, you know, it's, he, that takes a pretty active person to be able to do that mm-hmm. and go on stage and do that. Uh, it would seem like it would be easier to sit in the courtroom uh, while your lawyers do the work. All you have to do is sit there and listen. Uh, but it sounds like he's got enough energy to go out on the uh, on the speaking circuit, but not enough energy to sit in the courtroom. How does that make sense? We have a little less than a minute left. If Mr. Cosby continues to create any kind of empathy for himself or pity or doubt, that is going to cause some issues for other women, not necessarily in, engaged with Cosby, maybe some are, but other women who might have felt encouraged to step forward because they would have felt that, okay, maybe I can come forward and talk about what happened to me. Well, yes, exactly. And he is trying to create doubt uh, because they only need one person in, on a jury to hang it up, right. to create a deadlock, to have yet another mistrial. And that's all that they need. But the prosecution needs 12 in order to convict uh, or for an acquittal. But, they, uh, but the defense only needs one. I hope that other women will continue to come forward. I know that you'll encourage them to do it. Right. On other cases as well, not just Cosby. Yeah. And but, seek the advice of private attorneys about what your rights and responsibilities okay. are. I'm sorry, and I have to, law enforcement. sorry, I have to cut you off satellite. That's okay. Guys. Thanks for the time. Always good talking to you. You too. Thank you, Roy. Bye bye. Gloria Allred. When we come back, we'll talk to the former executive officer, General David Petraeus, about North Korea.